Hey everybody, yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. We are two Google Ads freelancing professionals. We manage clients' Google Ads campaigns for a living. And this is the podcast where we talk about the work we do, talk about Google Ads, talk about strategy, talk about the business of PPC. So if you've been looking for a podcast that's exclusively focused on search engine marketing, Google Ads, and run by two professional people, you're in the right place. So thanks for joining us. This is actually our 200th episode. And Chris, it's a pleasure as always to be joining you here today on this show. So how's it going, Chris? How are you doing? I am doing very well in quarantine for over uh, 10 years now. So uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing great. It's my, largely my normal life. Jason, how is, uh, how has life changed for you at all? Anything different? that you would want to talk about? No. So, Chris, uh, you know, we do, we do, and so for new listeners, we do a little personal stuff on the show, just a little minuscule amount, but really it's about adding actionable advice, actionable uh, content that you can take action on and improve your statistics, whether you want to improve your click-through rate, improve the amount of clicks you're getting, lower your cost per click, improve your conversion rate, wow. get better tracking, know where to go when you're seeing different situations in your Google Ads accounts. That's what we've been doing for 199 episodes, and we thank you for joining us here on this wow. uh, 200th episode congrats we've taken a corner jason has we, we didn't hear from jimmy uh which hasn't happened in a while and jason immediately took a personal conversation and turned it right back around to professional i don't even know what to do i think we're gonna lose subscribers jason um hashtag bring bring jimmy back i'm pretty sure it's gonna trend but uh let's talk since we're talking to professionals since we're being pros let's talk about how our listeners can go from zero to pro in a matter of a click. Guys, I'm talking about Optio, a favorite software of the podcast, friend of the show, software that is designed to make your life as a Google Ads manager, as a freelancer, as an agency, as an in-house manager, as a business owner. No matter what box you're in, Optio is there to help you get things done faster in Google Ads. You need help coming up with new keywords. You need help optimizing your ad copy. You need help figuring out what bids should be up, which ones should be down. You're not sure where to go. You could hire someone to help you. You could hire an agency. You could hire outside help. You could hire someone inside your business. But guys, this is the most affordable method. Optio is great. Uh, the pricing is great. And our special six-week trial is even better. It's completely free. You can go to optio.com slash PSP to get a six-week trial. This is an extended trial only heard from here on the show. It's two additional weeks on top of the four that they give everyone else. And you can try out the software for free. Get things done faster on Google Ads. That's opteo.com slash PSP. Use a little chat box. Tell them you want a six-week extended trial. They'll give it to you. And you're going to love it as many of our listeners already do. Thanks, Chris. And I want to thank Kyle Solarud and Kyle Solarud's AdLeg software suite. It's more important than ever right now to maximize the efficiency of your ad campaigns. If you or your clients are looking to scale back on your ad spend, there's a tool that can help you do that without cutting out 
or stopping the parts of your campaign that are actually working. The tool is called Negative Keyword Pro Elite, and it's part of Kyle Solarud's AdLeg software suite. This tool links into your Google Ads account and gives you really deep insights into your search term report. So instead of just looking at one search term at a time, the Negative Keyword Pro Elite consolidates all the data for each word that appears on the report. You can see the words with the highest cost per conversion, even if those words are showing up in several different places on your search terms report. Then you can add those words as negative keywords and eliminate wasted ad spend. To see this tool in action, you can go to software.adleg.com slash PSP. There's a demo video on that page so you can see how it actually works. Plus, you can try it out for yourself with a free seven-day trial. This free trial is being offered exclusively to listeners of the Paid Search Podcast, and you can sign up at software.adleg.com slash PSP. Again, that's Kyle Solarud's AdLeg software suite, and we will have links to both AdLeg and also Optio in the show notes, and you guys can go start your free trials today. Jason, we're going to dive back in, and before we do that, let me refresh people's memory about what we've been talking about. Um, I don't know if you have a, a review. I'll let you jump in if you, you have a review. If not, then I'll just... I'll continue. I love hearing from our listeners of the show this week, but Chris, I'm all about the actionable advice and content wow. this week. Really? So we're going to hold our review until next week. Wow. Okay. We appreciate you leaving those reviews. And if you're ever in our neck of the woods and you're homeless and you need a place to stay, call um, a family to love, a dinner to eat, come over. We'll, we'll host you all for just leaving that five-star review. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Coming from the man who said... <laughs> What was it? You told someone if they're starving and down and out on the street, you wouldn't pass them a nickel or something. I don't know what episode that was. But I would think about helping right. them. Yeah, <laughs> you would think about. No, that was yeah, yeah. That was that was a different situation. Right. Also a different time. Also a That's different true. time, Chris. Right. And I was a different man. Different man. And every day I'm wow. trying to be a better man. You know. Wow. Wow. This is. Uh, I don't. I don't know where I am. This is the paid search uplifting podcast. Apparently, I don't know if I signed up for this. I don't know what to do. But let me remind you guys about what we're talking about. We're talking about the perfect Google Ads account. So we're we're not talking about campaign level stuff because this goes far beyond that. We're talking about your entire account. What does an entire account cover, and how do we get there? And a couple things that Jason talked about when we did this. This is not a one day thing. This may not even be a one-year thing. This is an ongoing, continuing process, and we're striving. Yeah, it, it really does never end, although you will continue to get closer and closer to, to the finish. At the beginning, you start at zero. You'll continue to strive to get to 100, but you may you know, kind of bounce back and forth between 90 and 70 back you know, just as you try a new thing. And then they add the lead form extension, and you've got a new thing to play with. Yep. New toys, new ideas, new strategies. It's a never-ending process. What we're talking about is what does it look like? You know, what's the general strategies? What's the general ideas? We've talked about keywords. We've talked about settings. We've talked about ad groups and themes and ad extensions. And we've talked about conversion tracking, which was a, a really interesting conversation we had there. What we're talking about today is a whole nother realm of reaching people who've been to your website, we're talking about remarketing and a whole new world. It's a whole new, a whole new world because you're no longer reaching out to people who are searching for you or searching for a solution that you could offer uh, an answer to. 
These are people who have already taken action and come to your site organically, uh, through paid ads. Um, you know, some way they have ended up on a remarketing list. Jason, do you want to talk a little bit about how remarketing lists work, you know, what they're all about, um, you know, for people that may not understand remarketing? Yeah, it's a really a, a new fantastic point of view. There's no one to tell us no. So, Chris, remarketing is uh, people who've, you know, I used to say, and we're going to talk about it a little bit, and your your jaw's going to drop a little. I used to say people who have been to your website and interacting with them uh, after they've left your website, but it's really more than that because now we're going to, later we're going to talk about remarketing to people who have watched your YouTube videos or been on your YouTube channel. Good point. Yeah. With the with display ads, that's a different thing. So the way I like to think about it is it's remarketing is kind of reinteracting with people who've interacted with your business properties recently or not so recently. Um, we're going to talk about that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's re-engaging people who've been to your website, maybe looked at your YouTube videos uh, within the last day up to, I think, 540 days, which right. I think is a year and a half. Right. If you want to do that, you can. So it's different than search like you're talking about, but you can also do it on search. I think most advertisers on Google Ads, most business owners, most in-house advertisers for their employer, even if they haven't run a remarketing campaign before, they've experienced it where they've been on someone's website or something, they've looked up a certain kind of product. And then for the next few days, they were just hit with those ads over and over when they were on other websites. Um, I think, Chris, in terms of a perfect Google Ads account, not only do you have to have a remarketing campaign, like that's just par for the course, you have to have a remarketing strategy. So let's kind of talk about that for a second. Remarketing, it's really comes down to you get to create your own list of people, your own list of mm -hmm. unique identifiers, IP addresses, or however they create the remarketing list, your own unique list. And, and when you say unique, that means nobody else has this list. This is unique to your campaign. That's what makes it so valuable to you. Nobody right. else can tap into this. So through Google Ads or through Google Analytics, you can segment your audience who's been to your website recently by, by just overall, they've been to your website. You can segment them by duration, how recently they went to your website, one day ago up to 540 days ago. And then you can also segment them, not a lot of people do this, by the pages they looked at on your website. So if you have a commercial offering and a residential offering, you can create your own remarketing list for people who visited the commercial service page, and then your own remarketing list for people who've visited the residential page. So Chris, whether it's duration and speaking to different types of people who've been to your page one day ago versus 540 days ago or anywhere in between, whether it's people who have viewed different pages on your website, why don't you explain to everyone with the ad copy why we do segment a remarketing list? Like, what is the point of creating your own list? Well, it all goes to ad copy. So why don't you make that connection for people? Right. So obviously when someone comes to this site, most of them are going to come straight through the homepage, whether they're going to come through organically or just, you know, they've been to your site before, they're going to come through the homepage. So if you put everybody into a homepage basket and just advertise the same messaging uh, to everyone, um, 
you you're going to lose out on the the impact of being able to deliver a specific message to each channel like Jason's talking about. So let's say that uh, you are a realtor or you know you build you you're a home builder something like that. You might have pages um, where you are focusing on custom builds or builds of a certain manner, or you're a realtor where you have townhomes. Each of these are very different. And a person would come through the homepage and then navigate to what they're looking for. If they're looking for a custom home builder, then they would navigate to the custom home builder. If they're looking for more of a, you know, a home renovation type of thing, then they would navigate to that. And you could deliver a message about that service to that individual person rather than just saying the value of delivering here's who we are and here's why you're interested in us is more valuable uh, than just having a, a general message. This is not hard to do. It's a one-time setup uh, as long as nothing breaks, you know, you don't change your website and or, you know, remove your Google Analytics code or something like that. This is a one-time thing. Uh, unlike everything else that we've talked about, this is the one time when we could safely say this doesn't require management. I think I would go so far as to to stick my neck out and say remarketing doesn't really require constant management. You know, it's not the kind of thing where you're going to go in and optimize in the same way that you would optimize a search campaign. I mean, yes, there's things that you could tweak. You could pull your bids up or down. You can change your budget. You could exclude certain listings. But in reality, as long as you're not overbidding for your remarketing, there's not any reason to exclude anything. You know, unless you're having issues with budget and you just are getting tons and tons of mobile apps and it's just sucking all of your impression volume and all your bids for, you know, some jigsaw coloring game. And most of the time it's not going to happen. The Google system is smart enough not to deliver over deliver to someone. There are um, caps on those uh, impressions. So most of the time there's not a whole lot of optimization. So when it comes down to it, the perfect Google ads campaign, this is the best news there is. It's a one time set it up and forget it kind of thing. And unless it breaks, I mean, this is beautiful. It's it's a beautiful thing to be able to ha spend a very small amount of money. Typically, most small businesses are going to have a few thousand on their list, not a ton. Um, and then you spend a, a hundred, 150 a month on it, maybe, you know, it depends on what your bids are, but most of the bids are going to be a dollar or less. Jason may disagree with me there, but I typically don't overbid. I, I mean, honestly, I've got I've got some disagreements now. No one told me where to go or could say I'm only dreaming, but when I looked at remarketing, oh, my eyes opened and I saw a dazzling, shining, simmering, splendid place. Chris, I I have seen results with remarketing that kind of kind of opened my eyes, and um, I mean, I've got I've got some bones to pick, some points to make uh, with with what you were saying, but I just want to start with. Uh, by closing that ad copy talk, Chris, I wanted to talk about the what uh, some things you can do there. So, just in terms of, I've got I'm looking at an account right now um, that I manage, okay, and I'm talking about remarketing, general remarketing. Users been to any page on the website, we do that. Then I'm talking about segmented remarketing. They've been to a, a specific service page where it's about a specific topic. Now. Because the ad copy on that specific page goes to the audience who's been to that specific page and they're just tuned into it and we can create very custom ad copy, click-through rate on their general remarketing uh, last 60 days, 
0.23. Yep. Click-through rate on the segmented service list, 0.38. Okay. A little better. Um, a lot, yeah, quite a bit better. Now, this is very interesting. This will This will be crystal clear. And if you've never seen anything like this, I've got a whole new world to share with you. The conversion rate, Chris, I'm talking lead form and I'm talking phone calls, okay? Remarketing campaign, general remarketing, last 60 days. You want to guess what it is? This is for a service business. What what the average CPC is? Is that what you're asking? I guess no, no, conversion rate. Oh, conversion. Oh, goodness. Well, um, I would say it's going to be really low. I don't often find conversions to be a, a common reaction to remarketing. The one on the regular remarketing campaign is soaring, tumbling, freewheeling through an endless diamond sky. So put a guess out there, Chris, on the general remarketing, every page on the site. Uh, point, point 0.1. For 1.63. 1.63? Yeah, 1.63. That's 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 surprising. Okay. Now, Chris, why don't, why don't you guess this last 60 days on the segmented for this oh. specific service? Oh, well, uh, if we can... This is an unbelievable sight and indescribable feeling, what you're about to get from this one. So that means it's high, so just guess. Uh, 5.2. 23.81. No, dang. That is a whole new world. Can you pause the recording? Because I want to do a screen share and show you, Chris, because I know you don't believe me, but I'm telling you. No, no. I'm like a shooting star. I believe you. I... Chris, 20, 23.81%. Now, the now is that typical? No, it's not typical. It's not typical on remarketing. But I want to open up people's minds that if you if you really – perfect Google Ads account. If you really focus on remarketing and you segment your audience, segment your audiences based on the pages they've been on your site, and then you create awesome messaging that when they're just on – a sports website, a news website, <laughs> any websites people go to that run remarketing ads. Right. And you have an ad there that is like just so tuned into the exact service that they were looking for in the last 30 days. By the way, this this campaign is on 30 days. That's a remarketing list. Mm. I've tried 30 60 days. days I'm like, Ooh, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It can only be someone's on the list for 30 days because okay. I've tried. I look at that conversion rate and I'm like, oh, man. That's an awesome conversion rate. Let's go 60 days. Let's go 90 days and grow our remarketing audience because it's more people and get more conversions. And then as soon as I do that, people aren't as hot for daddy, you know, during that uh, as time goes on. And if they came to the site 60 days ago, they're just much less likely to actually have a chance at converting or even think I can even think they're going to do business with even, this company. Even remember. 60 days versus 30. Remember yeah, why even they remember even they were looked on you there. up. That's a yeah. great point. Yeah. Yeah. So I've tried to go more than 30. doesn't really, hasn't clicked for this exact business. But because the messaging when they're on other sites is so tuned into the exact page they went to, it's like they wanted that service so bad because it was a very niche thing to search for. They search for it. They come to the page. They see an ad and they're like, oh, man, let me just, yeah, um, I'll connect with this company. So that's the kind of things you can do. Now, in terms of conversion rate, just quickly, Chris, in terms of duration, think about the messaging you can do with the duration of how long someone's been on your list. Working with a hot tub company right now. So last last 14 days, we have a remarketing list. The ad copy can be like, you know build this right now. We know you want it. Here's a deal. Let's get it done. We can get it. We can start right. this week. Hardcore you know, we can come push. out for a visit. 540 days is the other end of the spectrum. And you can, you can talk to people who've been on your website 1.5 years ago. 
And so with the, what we actually do a very small remarketing campaign with that kind of duration a long time ago, they've been to the site and we just have ad copy like, hey, is this the year? Ad copy that speaks to someone who maybe shopped for it a year ago was warm, but wasn't even close to buying. And then now all of a sudden there's a chance they might be ready to, to actually do it. So we can talk to people who've been, you know, who were interested a year ago and we can talk to that messaging like, Hey, we're still around. Hey, this is the year, you know, that kind of message. This is news to me. I am, I'm actually unfamiliar on how to segment based on the, the time of, of how long someone's been on your remarketing list there. So you're telling me there's, there's a way to do that. I'm unfamiliar with that. Well, it's Google Analytics. You go into Google Analytics and you put up to this many days. So up to 30 days, up to 60 days, up to 90 days. And again, we just launched this this week. You can do up to 540 days. Right. So the question becomes, and I'm working through this with a client, if we have our, and then you name the audience, like, okay, the audience is called 540 days because it means people who've been on the site up to 540 days ago. Now, the question is, like as not competing with yourself in the 30 day you exclude campaign. Your, you exclude your 30 day I'm yeah we're working through that like literally setting it up this week but I like this client's idea to talk to people who've been that long ago on a site and then not spend a bunch of money for them but just take a shot at it you know because we do have them on our list so I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to remove or totally minimize the more recent time periods on the 540 day campaign then in the other campaign we you know what i'm you so know what I'm you could do is you could potentially so let me explain the way what what jason's saying here is you you create an audience um and i'm not going to get into the details about how to do all this but i'll just say call um, it last 30 days yeah People so you say last 30 days last 30 you set up one last 30 days that would be your immediate visitors within a month and then you set up another one with a very long time period and so you have you take one ad group in your remarketing campaign that is last 30 days, it only targets that audience and that's it. Then you have another ad group that's targeting the hundred, uh, the, the 540 days and it's excluding the 30 days. So you have no overlap. Am I right? Is that, is that the way you set it up? And as far as I understand, it should work properly like that. Yeah. People who've interacted with your business. Yeah. You can, so you can do a negative 90% bid adjustment on one of the, or multiple audiences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then have that one audience without a bid adjustment and kind of force. Well, you can exclude, but I'm, you can exclude it. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I'm also with audiences, you do your targeting audience, say people who've been on the site in the last, let's simplify the example, the last uh, 60 days, people who've been on your site in the last 60 days, 60 day audience, that's that campaign or that ad group, whatever you want to do it. Um, that's a whole nother discussion, but within that ad group, 60 days. Okay. That's your targeting. Then you go to exclusions and you go to ad audience exclusions to that, ad, uh, to that exclude from ad group. If you're doing it at the ad group level, you go to browse, you go to how they've interacted with your business. Then you exclude the 30 day remarketing audience. And so what that does is it tells you, okay, we're going to target people who've been to your website within the last 60 days. And we're going to exclude people who've been to your website within the last 30 days. 30 days yeah. So we're going to force it to show people who've been to your website between 30 and, and 60, 60 days, days ago yeah. and show them a dazzling place they never knew or they thought they never knew. So Chris, these are the kind of things you can do. Now, is it worth for a moving company to target someone 540 days ago and do all the exclusions mm. to get a $500 move? 
and people move within 30 days and so they're not even moving anymore? Of course it's not. But if someone's selling like a, if they're a home builder and they're selling a, a $350,000 homes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and maybe someone didn't actually go through with the process last year and this year they are. If someone's selling $8,000 pools or hot tubs, it can be worth it to play around with audiences in terms of how long ago. And you don't have to go 540 days. You can play around with 90 days, 60 days, 180 days. Uh, but those are some of the kind of options. And Chris, just one more on remarketing differences. How about ages, Chris? Um, how about, uh, how about, uh, talking to, I know this isn't the best example because of the medical and maybe not being able to remarketing it, but just for the hypothetical in-home care, if someone is above the age of 55, you can speak directly to them or above the age of 65 even and say, Ah. we provide quality in-home care. You're not going to find a better company. You deserve it. You can take this step. It's okay. This will improve your life. Yeah, age 35 to 45, 55, whatever. You can say, perfect company for mom, perfect company for dad. We're here to help you with your elderly parents. And you can do it that way because you can do your you can do your remarketing and then do your age so, demographics so, yeah. inside the ad group. Okay, so you're layering the audiences plus demographic exclusions to only show to certain people that are within um, that age bracket. Probably, by, yeah, I yeah. think you can do it by ad group with the... So, I mean, we, we're going to cut it off there and move on, but that's how deep this thing can go. And like the results I showed you, those are atypical. Those are not common 23% lead conversion rate from a segmented remarketing list, but that's the power of it. That's the possibility. So I would say, you know, from what you've put forward, I would say that there's definitely some level up of optimization that you can, you can do here. Talk to me, cause I feel like we might disagree with some of this. Talk to me about display impression share because we might have a no we're not going to disagree because because no. i learned from you last week chris it's not about display impression share being 100 percent. and my original theory for perfection was if you're running a, a campaign and it's getting good results your impression share should be 100 percent. but of course we talked you talked me through it and i learned from the great master and it's just an honor and a pleasure to be able to do this <laughs> podcast with you uh-huh. Uh, every week, but it's not about the overall impression share. It's about impression share lost due to budget being 0%. So the point is, if you're running a remarketing campaign and you're getting good results, you're getting conversions, we'll talk about that in a few minutes, you're, you're liking the activity you see on your website from your remarketing list, in a Google Ads perfect account, like how do we grow? How do we get more business? It's going towards perfection. You're display impression share that's its own column display impression share lost due to budget Mm -hmm. should be zero percent you should be spending as much as you possibly can as much as there is volume for if you can afford it as a company because you should be getting a good return you should be spending as much as you can um, at the bidding level that makes sense for your company so if you're bidding and you're getting the right kind of cost per traffic or cost per conversion then just spend more budget at that bidding level. And your the goal should be to prove that you're getting a return on your ad spend, conversion tracking with values, and then spend the amount, the total amount possible if you can afford it and get your loss due to budget, okay. display impression yeah. share, loss due to budget, down to 0%. That's a perfect world. I, I don't think, tell me, Princess, how can you disagree with that? Yeah, uh, I don't. I think if people say, well, I don't want to spend any more, but I'm still losing traffic due to running out of budget. 
um, the answer is lower your bids. That's what it's going to come. If you have enough audience that you know you're spending more than ten dollars a day, and you just can't see yourself spending more than that, you have a very large audience. Then you are going to need to pull your bids down. That's going to be the answer there, to, so that you can move all of your lost impression share over to bids and away from budget. I, I I totally agree. This is this is a this is very much a throttling solution where you just move and shift your burden from one to the other. And it's, it's not a, you know, it's not an issue that requires any more than just changing, you know, one number. Let's talk about, um, ad testing. Then let's talk about conversions. Okay. I think part of a perfect remarketing campaign in a perfect Google ads account is continual ad testing based on click through rate Mm -hmm. results and based on conversion results. Now, I'm not happy here, Chris. Yeah, okay. All right. No, I think you got to do this. You got to do continual ad testing. doesn't have to be every week. You can let it build a bunch of data. It can be quarterly. Uh-huh. It can be monthly, however you want to do it. Now, here's the difficult part about testing ads on a remarketing campaign. Whether you do images, just pure upload images, okay. display images, right. that takes resources to get those done. Um, you, either it's an employee using their time or a contractor or something, it takes time and resources to get those done well. But if you make responsive ads, testing out different images and Google combines them with text you put in there, that also, I find that somewhat frustrating to test, Chris, because there's so many variations parts of a responsive ad yeah. where you put in like five headlines, five descriptions or whatever. The images. It, it, the images, sometimes videos, Video. you can put in yeah. videos that... It's like, how do we, how do we differentiate like the first ad versus the second when there's maybe 20 moving parts to each ad? Right. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I spend the most time doing this. I'm realistic about it. But in a perfect Google ads account, have some kind of testing, like get your winning responsive display ad, run it, and then get like maybe once a month, once a month or once a quarter, just throw in a second one with like different messaging and see, see how it performs. But Chris, I'll tell you, it's the search results on steroids that I found with display. What I mean by that is search results. When you have a winning search ad, you have a winning search ad and it's kind of hard to beat it. You try new ads and they're like not as good. And you're like, okay, why am I running these when I have a perfect search ad working and it's hard to beat the winner? You do that with search and then display is that on steroids. It's, I have found once I get a winning responsive display ad, it's like really hard to, to beat it. And then you're kind of, you got to be very careful with making sure you have enough impressions to actually judge the performance on because it gets up into the thousands and tens of thousands pretty quickly. So continual ad testing, it's a good thing to do, but um, it's not, it's not like a daily thing at all. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think, uh, Guys, when it comes down to it, uh, I would say if you're if you're willing to invest the time and the resources, like Jason said, I think your best results will come in this order. My top preference on ads for remarketing will come in the form of HTML5. I think those are some of the snappiest, wow. best looking ads. I, I they they work really well. They load quickly. They can have moving elements to them. They're very flashy, but they require, you know, a specialist to put them together. You can't just have anybody putting them together. So HTML5 ads are great. Next, we're going to move to GIFs and JPEGs. 
custom gifts and JPEGs are oh, going to be man. are going to be this really guy, nice. This guy is a snob. This guy, <laughs> for a guy who uh, who I won't even say it, but Chris, I mean, I'm, this is going back to your old days as a little graphic designer boy. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, let I it go, to, brother. I, well, like, I, I just say just so people wonder, like, well, what should I do? And then last, I would say. Underneath the you know static JPEG is going to be the responsive search ad. I mean that's the standard what most people do. But if you see, that's where I'm getting my 23 percent conversion yeah. rate. I like responsive display because you change the messaging on a dime. It's easy. It's, you know, it is easy. Manager. But I think you know for me, Jason, you're measuring conversion rate for the success of your remarketing ad. I'm not measuring conversion rate. I'm looking at click-through Branding, rate. Branding, mind share. Yeah, it, it's yeah, click-through, click-through rate, rate and messaging. So how, you know, when, uh, the success of a, of a remarketing campaign no, in, right. in the ad right. copy is going to be in the click-through rate. And so that's what I'm looking at. So HTML5 are the snappiest. And then we move down from there, the very bottom would be responsive just because the customization isn't there. There's a lot of white space. There's a lot of, you know, inability to control details. Um, so if you're looking to invest the most, you know, start at the top. But um, you know what I'd be doing if like you were listening today and trying to get remarketing going, I'd go boom, display uh, responsive and text. And then the images you can pull from your website. Or right. Even it's easy. Even immediate. The um, even the stock images that you get access to. Just do it and, and start running. Get your messaging out there. You can do it. Yeah, it doesn't take any resources. And then as time goes on, you can invest in images and stuff. You know like how that. long it takes people to update their website or their landing page? It takes just as long for people to make decisions on branding graphic ads, you know? Um it, it's 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 uh it's crazy because there's there's so many details to make, but a but a responsive ad can be done just like you said mm, instantly. Yeah. One one time I put myself in the middle there between a, <laughs> an advertiser and the graphic designer, and um, I almost quit the business, Chris. Like we would not be here today. Oh my it gosh. was horrible. I I I am I am unable to count on one hand, two hands, on every finger and toe. How many times I've heard from clients say, "Hey, we're looking to hire you to do our Google Ads. Let me just finish my new website and I'll get back to you. It's going to be done next month." Six months, one year, two years later, they're like crawling back up to me. They've lost 40 pounds. They look exhausted. They're bald. They look horrible. And they're like, I just finished my website. Can we get started? And I'm like, hey, um, remember that custom landing page that was going to be focused on the service? Where is that? They're like, oh, oh, I forgot about that. Let me let me put a landing page together real quick for that. It's just a sign of a, if you don't have a website, it's a sign of a business issue um, and you're not ready to advertise. You're just literally not ready. You don't have a website. Yep. So it's, you got to wait till you have one. So Chris, let's talk about uh, conversions with remarketing. I think if you're running a remarketing campaign in a perfect account, you have to have some kind of conversion tracking going. Now that can be hard conversions like lead forms, right. phone calls, yep. and or also soft conversions, um, time on site over a minute, time on site over five minutes, whatever you want to track, pages per visit. Chris, let me put it to you this way. Can you run, because this is going to be a question people are going to have to run into and make a decision for themselves and know where to go. Can you run a remarketing campaign successfully that gets zero conversions and doesn't have conversion tracking, hard or soft? Like, is there value to remarketing if your conversions suck is what I'm yes. asking you. I say absolutely. Absolutely. I run t- 
tons and I've defended to clients that uh, may even listen to this show and I've defended it to them and, and they've pointed out, hey, our return on ad spend for remarketing is crap. It's like it's like the absolute, I spend a bunch of money. There's, you know, basically I'd lose money all the time for remarketing. You know, I want to turn this off and I want to point it, point it towards things that I don't get full impression share due to budget. I want to move the budget over to things that are obviously making me money. And I fight tooth and nail to make them stop and say, listen, I want this money in here. Everybody sees billboards. Everybody sees TV ads. Go and ask that company. Yeah, why do they advertise on TV if it doesn't yeah, work? Yeah, go ask a company, show me your return on investment. Show me your return on ad spend for your TV ad. They don't have it because they... You know, you know what they do? You know what they do? They go... Hey, dummy, look at the furniture store I own. Look at the car dealership I own. Look at the customers walking in right now. Do you want me to put that on a spreadsheet for you, you little nerd? You know my name. Or do you want to look at this business empire I built? You know my name. You know the company that I that I work with. You, you know my website. That's the investment. That's what I've done. So in the end, absolutely. Zero conversions, spending hundreds of dollars a month, absolutely. Now, if you happen to be spending thousands a month... And you're not a super high spend, high volume, you know, kind of company. Eh, yeah, it depends on your business. Yeah. But in the end, well, yes. they could be spending thousands on TV as well. That's true. Now, Chris, true. it's not we're not saying like you can run a remarketing ad with stock images and no logo and no like <laughs> yeah, messaging that smart. makes any sense of your business yeah. and think it's gonna work. Yeah. You have to actually work at it and make it work. But our point is some kind of conversion tracking in a perfect Google Ads account for lead generation, you wanna be doing that. But at the same time, understand why you're running remarketing generally in the first place, build mindshare, build your brand. I hear from my own clients, Chris, I go, Hey, uh, how'd you hear about me? And, or what are we like, what are we doing here? We're talking to strangers on the phone. They're like, well, um, search for a provider for this, saw your website. And then you just kept hitting me with those remarketing ads. And I thought, uh, well, I'd like to do that for my own business. You're on my mind. I, I hear that from clients. So it does work even if you don't see conversion. And I hear it, I hear it working for clients that, uh, you know, will, that have current clients that have current customers that say, you guys are, you guys must be doing amazing. I keep seeing your ads all over the place. You know, it's, it's reinforcing their, uh, authority with current clients, you know, and keeping them in top of the mind. Chris, there's some kind so of, um, things. persuasion tactic. That's like, what is, uh, what is on your mind? The fact that something's on your mind in your face, the prominence of it builds up more and more and more and Value, more. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the value of it and the prominence, the importance of it is the word I'm looking for. Even if it's not that important, it just is something with our wiring that if you see something, it becomes more important. So it's a, it's a big deal there. So Chris, um, just a couple more things with remarketing. Let's talk about search remarketing with high funnel keywords. That's kind of a, a Chris Schaefer strategy. That's what I always think because you're the person who introduced me to that. And then we're going to kind of close with the YouTube remarketing and the audience expansion, which uh, I will be delighted to tell everyone about. Oh, okay. So search remarketing is kind of, I mean, I'm going to call it a hack, but it's not anything that you know I thought up. It's just, it's just a kind of a weird way of using a remarketing audience and layering it with broad keywords. So I can't tell you what episode it was, but I know we've talked about it. Look it up on our YouTube channel. But we have talked about search remarketing with high funnel keywords. And let me just break this all down real quick. So essentially the way it works is this. You set up a search campaign. And, and I would suggest doing this in a completely different uh, campaign than your main 
low funnel, you know, high conversion campaign. Do it, do it in a separate one so you can have your own budget. And you put a bunch of, I'm going to say broad keywords. And, and when I say broad, I mean like not modified broad, pure broad keywords. And these are, you know, two words, three words, four words. You know, if you sell custom homes, then maybe you put custom homes Atlanta or custom homes for sale, or maybe even custom home builder, you know, or custom homes, you know, pure broad, pure broad, put that in there and put some moderately low bids in place. Start lower than you think, and then kind of push up from there. Go to your audiences on that special campaign and change your audience from observation to targeted, make sure you're on targeted, and then add that remarketing audience to that campaign as a targeted audience. And here's what you get. You take those two, you make a delicious sandwich of people that are searching about custom homes, about homes, some kind of home search. And you're going to get clicks from the people who have been to your website and they're going to see your ads on Google. They may not be first. They probably won't be a first at all, but you're going to get a really crappy you know, a search impression share. That's not the point. You're going to get a really clap crappy click through rate because that's not really the point. It's more about just what can you do to possibly grab some of those people that are still actively searching for a solution. And they've been to your site before and you can nab a bunch of uh, low hanging fruit from people that are still doing searches about and around your industry. Someone is on your website, and then 15 days later, looking for a hot tub, then 15 days later, they do a search like maybe hot tub comparison, hot tub price, which is like super high funnel. Um, that's not something probably you would want to spend your cost, your search cost per clicks on, on exact and phrase match keywords. But if you know they're searching for that and they've been on your website last 14 days, last 30 days, and you know they might be familiar with you, then that might make it worth it. And so it's a great way to experiment not only with broad, but with high funnel, exact and phrase and BMM, broad match modify. That's a good point. Don't do it on a 540 day remarketing list, by the way. I'm glad you mentioned that. Don't set up a remarketing list that's a year and a half long for this um, search remarketing because a year and a half later, if they looked up a hot tub or a home builder, I mean, you're going to be, you're going to get a huge audience size that way. And that's not really the point. You want something more recent, maybe 14, 30 days is going to be more appropriate. So just wanted to add that. Now, Chris, let me run a Google, perfect Google ads account strategy theory by you, which I have not done for my own properties. I've not done it for a client before, uh, but it's an idea that I've developed in the last few days in, in YouTube when you have a YouTube channel, you can add a Google Analytics account number to your YouTube channel. And then inside of Google Analytics, you can get data about people who visited your YouTube channel. Now, interesting, Chris, I'm looking at the behavior in Google Analytics of a YouTube channel I manage. And on the behavior, I'm not seeing individual videos. I'm not seeing like in Google, like in analytics, when you're for a website and it's like, oh, this page, that page, I'm not seeing that. All I'm seeing is the pages of the channel homepage, the channel search page, the channel video page, the channel featured video page. And so I don't know if there's something I haven't set up correctly, or if there's, they just don't report individual video kind of page views in Google analytics and they only do the channel views. Maybe that's all you can get. But even if that's all you can get, I am looking at that right now. 
you can create your remarketing audience and analytics for your YouTube Google Analytics property that tells you people who've been on pages of your channel, not videos, but like the channel page. And then you can link Google Analytics to Google Ads like normal, and you can choose that audience. Why couldn't you? I'm pretty sure you could because you're just linking Google Analytics to Google Ads. And you can remarket to people with display ads on all the websites, wherever people, not only not people who've been to your website, but people who've been to your YouTube channel pages. And so I get some people who see my videos from YouTube and they've never even seen my website. Well, it, it'd be just like I remarketed to them once they've been to my website. Why shouldn't I be remarketing to them when they've been to my YouTube channel? quote unquote website or page. So that's just another kind of perfect Google ads. Like a lot of car dealerships, they've got big YouTube channels, a lot of local businesses, they've got big YouTube channels locally. And just like you create a remarketing list based on people who've been to the business website, why not create a remarketing list based on people who've been to the YouTube page and, and just kind of keep hammering them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. There is, um, there's a whole, it's, it's almost like a whole new, world of opportunities when it comes to connecting your uh, YouTube and your analytics and your Google ads. It's a good point. Well, Chris, this episode has been like a shooting star. We've come so far. We can't go back to where we used to be. So Chris, why don't you tell us about Optio? I'll tell us about AdLeg, and then we will go through my favorite part of this episode, the little audience expansion, which really it's not that big a deal. It's just an expansion of the audience. We'll kind of yeah. talk about that, yeah. and then we'll, we'll close up our uh, perfection, Google Ads Perfect account when it comes to remarketing episode. Okay. Guys, uh, you you need to get things done, and this and people ask me all the time, what are some tools? What do you like? What are some tools? We, we say it here almost every week. Optio is the tool to help you get things done in Google ads. You need ideas. You need strategies. This, this tool is designed to give you a new look at your data, right? A lot of people like to take spreadsheets. They like to uh, buy super expensive dashboards or have reports emailed to them every day that are, you know, have all kinds of KPIs, you know, and you know what they're looking for? They're looking to redistribute that data in a different way so they can see it in a new light. That's what Optio can do. They can give you the same data, Google ads reports, but they can provide it in a new light so that you can see it in a new way. Make better decisions. Make more informed decisions. Make decisions that you would have never considered making because you didn't even know that that data was pointing you in that direction. This tool is designed to not automate, but help you make better decisions. It helps the smart people like you, like our listeners, make better decisions about Google Ads. So check them out at opteo.com slash PSP. Thanks, Chris. And I want to thank Kyle Solarud and Kyle Solarud's AdLeg software suite. You can go there now, software.adleg.com slash PSP and get a free seven-day trial. This is a special offer for listeners of our show, The Paid Search Podcast. One of the software tools is called the Negative Keyword Pro Elite. It's part of the AdLeg software suite. This tool links into your Google Ads account and gives you really deep insights into your search terms report. So instead of looking at your search terms, just one search term at a time, Negative Keyword Pro Elite consolidates all the data 
uh, for each word that appears on the report, and then you can add those words as negative keywords and save yourself time and money. And that is at software.adlake.com slash PSP. Kyle Solarud's Adlake Software Suite will have links in the description, and you can get your free seven-day trial that is exclusive for listeners of the Paid Search Podcast free seven-day trial, software.adlake.com slash PSP. Well, Chris, we need to settle something once and for all. I see some people manage Google Ads campaigns, and it really rubs me the wrong way when I see, when I'm looking at their window. I am a left navigation sidebar guy. I always have it pulled up. I need it pulled up. It's how I move around accounts. Where do you come down on the left navigation sidebar? Are you minimizing it generally, or do you always have it open? Um, I Do not disgust me with your answer. I bought a larger monitor, so I would not have to be like those scrubs that had to minimize to save resolution real estate. Absolutely not. You resolution real estate scrubs? No, I don't understand you. No, I'm not with you. Never minimized. So you always have it Always, always up, expanded. Like Absolutely. Always expanded. How else could you move through an account I don't, if you don't I, have it open? Because these, these people apparently are just so good, they don't need time, extra time to, to manage. They can just kind of put around. I don't know. I don't know their life. Okay. Well, good to know. I'm glad we're on the same page there. So Chris, left navigation sidebar, you're going to a remarketing campaign. When you're in the campaign on the sidebar, you click into an ad group, an individual ad group on the left navigation sidebar. Once you're in a remarketing ad group, you click in the middle gray sidebar, the tabs, audiences. When you're in your audiences, you click the blue edit button. And instead of edit audiences, you go to the next dropdown, which is edit ad group target. Yes. And if you open that up, this really is a whole new world. <laughs> it loads up and you have a blue bar <laughs> it loads at the up. top of your screen. <laughs> That loads up. Okay, so now it's loading up, and it kind of gives you some details about what audiences you picked, your demographics. Chris, by the way, this is kind of a cool thing uh, because you can do all this kind of stuff in one place. You know, that's kind of cool. You can see your demographics as well. You can see your placements. Um, now, there's a settings area at the bottom called targeting expansion. Increase your reach based on the positive targeting and the settings selected above. And there's a bar you can go to off where targeting expansion is off. And then you can go one, two, three, four, five slots all the way over to more reach. And it says reach more users by letting Google look for high performing audiences similar to your target. Expanding reach can increase impressions, clicks, and conversions. Yes, it can. So uh, I'm in a regular remarketing campaign, Chris, a regular remarketing ad group. I'm not off right now. It says I'm going to get... I have available impressions of 50K. I'm going to do the first level. Boom. <laughs> it explodes. The first level says 50K. Wow. So I have not, in a lot of campaigns, noticed any issues when it's set on one. I'm looking at audiences that have up to like 300,000 people in them. Um and when I move... Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Actual users? Actual users. 300,000. Oh, like 300, wow. Hey, I... I mean, wow. Jason, I, so I've been self quarantined Are you flexing on me right now? Can you actually give me a, a flex little. if you're going to flex? <laughs> a little. I'm flexing a little, guys. Okay. I don't, I don't every now and then, you know, I, I bust my t-shirt out and okay, go ahead. rip my t uh, So it, I popped that first level and it says 70K hmm. more impressions on average. Okay. Well, let's do it together. My audience, this one is about, uh, let me think here. 
think it's maybe like three to five thousand people okay. on average. So it's a, a little bit a little smaller, bit some would say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so let's go up each level. So you're starting at 300K. I'm starting at five. We'll round okay. up. And my first level to go to level one says I'm still at 50K impressions. And yours goes from what to what? From zero to 70. So mine, mine goes from five zero extra impressions to 5K. 5K. Oh, I was looking at okay. something different. So, it, so you go 70K more, I go 5K. Mm-hmm. So I double. Yeah. But yours is a bigger number from uh, up to 70. So then let's do number two. Number two. I go to 20K I, extra impressions. I go 220,000 impressions. And this is per. That's and weekly. This is weekly. Yeah. This is, this is weekly. And that's extra impressions? Extra impressions on top. Yeah. Because it said my total impression should have been with no adjustment at all. It says it should have been close to like 650. Uh, but when I pop two levels on the targeting expansion, it takes me up to uh, like 870. Yeah. Mine goes from 50 to 70. Okay. Impressions you should get. Okay. So now we're at level three. Mine goes 30K extra impressions, and I'm in a total of 80. Yeah. The speed starts to kind of even out a bit because I feel like one and two are huge jumps, but three and four are not quite as big. I go from 220 to 410. So it's, you know, that's a lot. I mean, it, it doubles, almost doubles, but it's, uh, okay. So I'm going to scroll all the way up to more reach, right. and <laughs> basically it says I get an extra. 90,000 impressions per week. I go from I go from 50 to 130k impressions a week. That's our estimate. What's yours? I started off at the very bottom targeting expansion. I turn it off and I get 650,000 a week. If I go all the way up and max that thing out, I go to 1.8 million a week. So you triple your yeah. basically triple your impressions. Yeah. Wow. Now Chris the reason this was on my radar is you said uh, we think this defaults to one level one and not off, but level one by default. We, that's where we think it defaults to. I have, was not noticing any problems. I, th- I thought I was running pure remarketing. It was pure remarketing performance. That's the way it looked. However, on some various different accounts, all of a sudden we saw our impressions spike like ridiculous spikes, Chris. And that got me on this whole path to, to see that this was a thing going on. And my thing now is I turn this to off and I see how I perform with targeting expansion off. And if I ever want more, I can play around with getting more. But I like knowing that remarketing, because all the things we talked about today, how weird and freaky we're getting with our strategies, because we know we're protected with that remarketing and it is who we think it is, the audience. Because I'm going on such a limb with some of these strategies, I really want to know that my remarketing audience, however I set it up, is actually that remarketing audience. And I don't want to play any games or have to wonder if my strategy is not working because of an expansion. So I started off. I always go in there and set it off now. That's the power of Google Ads is segmentation, the ability of being able to control each entity separately. And there are tools in Google Ads that will help you just mix things and and simplify things by pushing them and, you know, doing what could be done in two campaigns, doing it in one. But in reality, you know, if you're, you're looking for the perfect Google ads campaign, you're looking for, you know, uh, really optimizing and controlling things. uh, I I don't think targeting expansion is a, is a good direction to take it. So especially for remarketing. Yeah. So Chris, in coming episodes, we're going to be talking about non-remarketing display on YouTube landing pages 
recommendations, Bing, and some other extra yeah. business type things. Yeah. And I I think we might we might do something here, creating like an actual checklist, and uh, we'll call it the perfect Google Ads checklist. Maybe we'll host it publicly and, and people can access it and just use it as a way to run their accounts through it and see see how they perform. You said it on the air. Now, I'd like you to knock that out. I'd like you to knock <laughs> yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, you see that. that. Me, I thought, yeah, you said it on the air and then we're going to get emails and tweets and messages. Hey, man, you mentioned some checklists I can download. <laughs> I'm going to say, ask Jason. Ask Jason. Yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. That's our 200th episode. Wow, we are rolling we here. We'll be back Thursday with the Q&A episode. And then join us on Patreon, Patreon After Show. $2 a month or $4 a month if you want video and you want to see Chris's muscles mm. flex. Mm-hmm. Um, and he promises to undo that uh, first button for us on uh, on Patreon today. So I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for that. I'm excited for that. Two bucks. I'm thrilled Two bucks for to that. See it. No, two, four and, uh, bucks we'll, to see we'll it. We'll see you over on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah four, four bucks, bucks to, to see it. it. Just a two extra yeah, dollars. Two extra dollars. <laughs> All right, guys. And if you want to go from $4 down to $2 just so you can see it once and get that's, what you yeah. need to get, I'm happy. We're, that's okay as well. <laughs> so we're flexible. We're flexing and we're flexible. flexible. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys on Patreon. <laughs>